Monday evening. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? It is Monday and it is 7 o'clock. And we are going to pick up today. Now, I know we didn't have a lot going on today because the January 6th people was out there doing their little thing. But if you got up early enough this morning or you had some free time before tonight, you got to see Days of Our Lives, and that's always a treat. And that's Amen. our focus today because that's all we got to see. How are you doing, darling? I'm good, Bob. How are you? That was one of my questions. I was hella busy throughout most of the day. So I know some people got soaps and some people didn't get anything. So I know that people in my in, in, in my area, they did get um young and the restless. So and I think they got bold in the beautiful too. But I think the West Coast ended up getting screwed, if I'm not mistaken. The only thing I saw today was Days this morning, of course, because Days of Our Lives comes on at 5 o'clock Eastern. I mean, 6 mm -hmm. o'clock Eastern time, which is 5 o'clock my time. So I saw Days. And I saw um, half of the young and the rest of right to where Mariah was fixing to get on to Tessa for telling um, Sharon that they was going to go meet the adopted mom. And that was the last thing I saw and nothing else today. Well, there wasn't a really much happening on uh, Young and the Restless, to be honest. It was more of a it was more of a setup for the holiday, I guess you could say. Oh, hey, Sam, is that you? Yes, that's me. Hey, Sam. So there wasn't really a whole hellacious uh, amount going on on Young and the Restless. They had a lot of sweet stuff with the Abbots, which I did like because I do think Christmas time is a good time to, you know, harken back to, you know, soap history, especially for soap family and whatnot, which I find cute. But plot wise, um, there was a little of this, a little of that, but nothing, you know, Earthquake shattering, other than um, what what was it? Uh, Adam going to talk to his raggedy ass Paul, oh. which pisses me off every time he talks to his daddy. No, I ain't gonna let you um let Chelsea come because you know she tried <laughs> to ruin Victoria's life. Sir, do you realize that you is the reason why that little boy even exists? Cause you paid his mama to go in there and 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 do what she did, and she did what she did, and that's how Jenny got made. And then she just gave him to Billy, and Billy just happened to be married to Victoria and not somebody else. Cause she that little boy could have easily have been Mac's child if Mac had been in town and was the one who was married to Billy. Mm -hmm. So I just try. I just. Victor is the last somebody that ought to be talking to anybody about doing something against the grain. <laughs> Pretty much. And then, he, and then Sally and Nick having a conversation about Christmas and him, you know, wanting to bring her to the ranch and her being like, you know, damn well, that bullshit is not going to work. Me coming to uh, Christmas at the Newman Ranch and him having to admit that that's the truth. <laughs> but you know what, though? Um, mm. I'm just in on the conversation just for a couple of minutes, but at least they keeping it real over in Genoa City that if I don't with you um, in November, you ain't coming to my house for Christmas in December. 
Amen to that. I can do, I don't, if I don't ever have to sit through a fake ass kumbaya just because it's the holiday season again on the soap, I will be happy. I like when people who don't like each other uh, months out of the year don't want to fool with each other on the 12th. Correct. Let's keep it 100. <laughs> yes, because you know why? Because when they do all that fakery for the holiday episode, it's like we really missing an episode. Y'all gave us this fluff in between <laughs> what's really should be happening. Well, why don't you give us the ho holiday episode, uh, the regular episode dressed up around the holiday? Come on, people, keep it, keep mm. it, um, um, keep it, keep it in perspective. Let's just say that's just this. That'll be just for this year. Next year, Nick will probably be married to Sally, and it'll be a whole different story. Exactly. So uh, they take it slow shit kind of though. I will say one thing I will say for uh, Young and the Restless. They enjoy dressing the shit out of Courtney Hope. They love dressing her. Because they had her in this copper number today. I was like, girl, work the hell out of that dress. You know so, you better work. Let me say that Courtney Hope is a dime plus 99. Um, I can see why wardrobe loves to dress her. She's perfect. It's like getting a Barbie to work with. <laughs> exactly. I mean, seriously, if you see her um, body just in the um, video game form, mm -hmm. it's fucking perfect. It's like, okay, um, yeah, let me try this crazy shit on her. <laughs> Let's see if and she can fuck that up. Nope, she didn't hell. fuck that up. <laughs> And they be putting, her, and that's the thing. They be putting her in some of the stuff that I be like, how y'all even thought to put her in? There? Like when they put her in that pink sequence thing that looked like it escaped from Jim and the Holograms. I was like, why y'all did that? But you know what? She made it work. That's why. That's why they did it. Because can't nobody else make it work. That's what bad bitches do. Ain't that the truth? So that little lovely little uh copper. Well, it, I guess it was kind of orange, but it looked copper to me the way it was showing up on my screen. That little that little cute sequence, little one shoulder dress. I was like, all right, Sally. And the thing is, people, it, it really does kick the stigma about how redheads can't work certain wear certain colors in the ass. Because I have yet to see a color that Sally didn't work. Right. I, I, I don't I don't even know who even said redheads can't pull off any color. Now maybe those um very pale dodgy ones, people. Maybe I guess, but not Courtney, honey. Yeah, she's a very fortunate ginger. She pretty much can wear I've seen her wear just about everything. Yep. She yeah. makes it work. Yes, she does. So where they left off with Nick and Sally, because there wasn't really a whole lot, lot to what they were talking about, was that he basically said that after, you know, he does Christmas at the ranch and makes sure his son Christian is settled, who we ain't seen in a coon's age. I don't even really know how old that boy is anymore. That's how long it's been since we've seen Christian. That, <laughs> he said that he would... um meet up with her so that they can do something special together for Christmas, which I appreciate because I will say one of the things that I have been disappointed at with, with, with um, Young and the Restless is that uh, we don't really get to hear from Sally's family, from Coco or from Rams, even if, even if they're not on screen. And I always kind of felt some type of way about that because I always felt like it put her more isolated than she needed to be. Yes, in that, in that you know, <clears throat> the thing about that is, since 
that since she is a bell creation, would they even go dabbling in messing with her parenting? That's the thing. And that's one of the things that and oh um oh oh did we decide are we doing festivus tonight? I thought festivus when is festivus? I need no, to know when we're going to Festivus is the twenty third. Twenty third. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be on hiatus on the twenty third, aren't we? Hold on, let me pull up my calendar. I should have done this earlier. I was Yeah, we need to we definitely need to do a festivus because festivus is this Friday. So yeah, I'll do it Thursday. Okay, well, we can do it on Thursday then. Oh, so uh, a special announcement. We're not doing it tonight, but on Thursday night, drinks the day after will observe the festivist tradition um, for the soap world. Now, um, I'm not really down for no feats of strength because I don't really think I could beat anybody up, if I'm honest. Um, and as for the, as for the poll... Well, we just gonna have y'all gonna have to make do with the mop that I have, uh, cause that's the only pole that's in my house. But specifically for drinks today after on Thursday, we will be observing the tradition of the airing of grievances, because in the soap world we have nothing if we had, don't have grievances. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Now, even if we don't have a lot of grievances, we definitely have things that we would like to see would like to see improved uh, things that we just want to question. What was you thinking? So exactly. it will be. And of course, just to make it even extra, extra special, I think that we should most definitely, we always pay attention to what our faithful followers over in the live chat are uh, talking about. So I definitely want to make sure that everyone who follows us and tunes in with us on a regular, you make sure on Thursday when it's time to start airing grievances, Post your grievance, and we're gonna make sure it gets aired. That's right, because we're gonna talk about it. Because, because well, I, I think that we actually all got together because we really like to drag what we didn't like about ourselves. I think we love them, but we love them so much that we will roast them because we want them to do better. So exactly. I think this this festivist is going to highlight our talents. Exactly. So think deeply about your grievances and bring them to us on Thursday and share with one, share with all. But back to our regular program. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Um, so they had that mess with uh, Nick and Sally. Uh, then you had Adam going to talk to his daddy who has Alzheimer's apparently and don't remember that he's responsible for 99% of the bullshit that went down, but whatever. <laughs> and so he decided he was like, no, no, Chelsea um, can't come here. And the thing that is, I agree with what Adam said. He told, he's like, look, he just wanted Connor to have a good holiday and with his mother and then he's also con- and, yeah, and with his father. And so and I have to agree with what Adam said. He was right. He said, point blank, you do realize that you kind of effed her up a bit too when you forced her to fake a mental breakdown to get out of uh, framing me for poisoning, uh, rape for poor poisoning of Sharon husband. Mm. And so, and now, but in victim mind, it was it's six and six on one side and twelve on the other because he's like, well, look, at least I didn't send her ass to jail, Victor. That's, that's not, not that wasn't the point. I that's know. not Victor. You know, don't get me started. Victor. I love Vic. I love Victor Newman. He's an institution, so I love him. But I can admit that he is full of some of the worst excrement in the world. 
It's yeah. like, sir, this woman just had a mental breakdown. She just needed to be on a 72-hour hold because her shit was not wrapped tight. And one of the reasons her shit was not wrapped tight was, yes, she'd done some screwed up things, but making her fake crazy to avoid a jail term to, to undo the mess that happened between her and Adam was not healthy. But he doesn't want to hear none of that. You know what? But my thing is, Victor too goddamn old to be right here holding grudges on Christmas with his bah humbah ass. He need to stop it. He's being a uh-huh. hundred years old and right here <laughs> raining on the children's parade. Victor is a hundred, and he right here having a um conniption because his little what's the boy name? Christian. What's his name? Connor. Connor. You know, Victor really needs to set his ass down. He going to sit around here and literally keep Connor and his mom from enjoying a Newman family um, Christmas at the ranch with all the chill, grandchildren they ponies. Well, I thought at the end he finally said that, um, well, I guess he could tag along or some bullshit like that. Okay. Something, something absolutely condescending. But you know what, though? I was about to ride Victor Newman's ass for a minute about that. And you still can. You still can. You still can. Go ahead. Go back to drone. Ride him, Sam. Ride Yeah, he would have been. Because that's ridiculous. Like I said, Victor Newman is grown as hell, and he is too damn old to be around here hollering back. Uh, So-and-so can't come to Christmas with the family and the kids because they did something his grown-ass, whole-ass daughter. Victoria's a whore. She's fucking everybody. She fucks strangers. Stop worrying about Chelsea trying to destroy her life. Victoria gonna ruin her own life on her own. She had seen it before. Shit. So, right. so he got like, a lot of nerve. It, 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 Victoria be all right. Victoria will be a okay. She will be <laughs> all right. Okay. So that's the principal reason for why you don't want Chelsea around. Stuff it. Nobody wants to hear Stuff it. it. Okay. Right. Besides the show, you the, y'all have spent the last year plus doing whatever Victoria wants, and I for one don't want to hear no more about you it. You know what? So, and, and and I don't even watch it full time. And um, I'm on the um, I'm just getting what they call secondhand annoyance at Victoria's ass. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. They shifted. Thank thankfully, because unfortunately. Ashlyn Locke ate the show alive since last year and a good chunk of this year. And every, and the more we saw Victoria, I mean, we got to the point where I didn't even care if he was trying to bum rush her. She was on my nerves so much. I was like, take all her goddamn money and leave it all in the poor house because I can't stand this bitch. Right. <laughs> right. Right. That's where I'm coming from. And now so, Chelsea, you know, I don't like Chelsea. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of Chelsea. But right is right mm-hmm. and wrong is wrong. The lady just had a whole mental breakdown. Can you show her some kindness on Christmas? Exactly. Will it kill you, sir? Will it ruin your life? Will it will it ruin, ruin your evil reputation of being a bastard? <laughs> Apparently so. Honestly, I figure when he said that's the thing. You figure when he stopped all that scrapping with Jack Abbott all them years ago that he would calm his old ass down. No. No, no, no. That was not in the cards at all. Hey, I mean, saw somebody kick him in the forehead. <laughs> but you know, Victor always did all the ass kicking, though, because he was the boxer. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. You know, and, and it is what it is. I ain't mad that he's a. You know, he was tough and all that. I ain't mad, but you know, he can't. I, I just don't. I'm not feeling that kind of toughness towards you know a a, a, a damn single mother. <laughs> Sorry. 
I mean, other than that, there really wasn't that much. Chelsea, so, I mean, Chloe stopped by to see Chelsea, and they keep key like the good old friends that they usually are. You know, when Chelsea told her about her, you know, trying to make amends with people, and she really has been trying to, she really, this apology tour is still going on. She really oh, has. I mean, honestly, I'm a little bit leery about Christmas because if I have to see her at the Newman match trying to make amends with fucking Victor or Nikki, I may throw up. Um, because that'd be like, mm, I, I don't know. And that's really all that happens. Nikki's on so good. She always have her nose up in the air. You know, that's one thing about Nikki that I like. That she was, mm -hmm. um, she came from the whole side, but she, when she embraced her um, uppityness, she, she embraced it, goddamn. Oh, she keep her nose cleaned up in the air. If it rains, she'll drown, baby. I was her just nose, about to so say. <laughs> her ass was drowning today. It's a pretty wonder if she don't drown when it rains. Other than that, the most interesting news in YR, like on GH, was behind the scenes about Anthony, what's his name, Anthony Morono or whatever? Tony Morono, Tony Marina, yeah. Tony Marino about him wow. being put out on his ass. So that in and of itself is interesting because I don't know. I mean, obviously, we all heard, we all read about the, you know, the whole sexual harassment thing. I don't, and I'm assuming it has something to do with that. Though, 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 didn't that happen last year and they kept him all this time? Nigga, I ain't heard. I'm, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> I, and that's not even, listen, I'm sorry. I had to say that because that's not even in my vocabulary. I don't even really say that, but you just took me aback. Did you say something about sexual harassment charges? Yes, this yeah, but this but I but I remember that breaking last year, and I honestly had forgotten all about it because it happened like last summer. So yeah, what? he was yeah he was charged. She filed or actress filed a suit saying that um he uh, sexually harassed her um basically offered her some kind of there's an article in variety about it and he offered her some kind of uh, private acting lessons and when she rebuffed him she had him uh, uh he had her fired because apparently she was an extra on young and the restless and she had a background role as one of the baristas at crimson lights for like two no yes so this is basically like the equivalent of somebody of somebody who was hitting on Crystal, who we always used to see at the Grand Grand Phoenix, and she got beat out of her job because she wasn't trying to be on the casting couch. Like Lindsay, remember Lindsay, the barista that um was with them, Teresa, Tessa, and Mariah, the one, mm -hmm. one of them girls cheated on Lindsay. She, one of them girls cheated on the other with Lindsay, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was uh, Mariah. She cheated while Tessa was on tour or some shit. Child. So, but I had, but I really had completely forgotten com all about it because it happened last summer, and then I didn't really hear anything else about it after the fact. So I was like, okay, maybe they just settled this shit out of court, and you know, it was you know how they handle you know dirty laundry in Hollywood like that. We all know that's what they do. You you pay somebody, they sign an NDA, and everybody moves on and hopefully forgets about the thing. At least that's what the people who get in the way with shit hope. So for the so when they popped up with that news about him being out, um, I was like, so is this connected to that? Which I found odd because it was like a freaking year ago, and then it's like he's just he's out. He's 
done. He, he's what's gone. What's strange is that what's odd is that he's gone and not Josh. No, Dude. I have heard no one calling for Tony Marina's head. And the thing about that that's gonna crack me up is that he actually was co-executive producer, so I don't know what the hell to say about Josh Bush from running this shit by himself. He that's needs what somebody. I'm about to say. Um, I don't know, man. I really, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I really, really, really don't know. Especially because they were both put in as co-EPs when Mal uh, Young uh, was was taken out. So we technically don't know what this version of Josh Griffin looks like on a solo bit this time around. Because oh, you can Lord have mercy. I'm exactly. Right. I was. I, yeah. That's the, thing. It, 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 it makes me it makes me uneasy. It makes me very, very uneasy because, I mean, it's kind of like, let's be real. From the, the last time Josh Griffin was in charge, you know, you may not love everything he did, but he could kind of sort of write some. And it wasn't all terrible. This time around, Lionheart has a ton of problems. And some of them are really, really easy to fix. And it's been odd, and, it's, and it stares us all in the face every day about how easy to fix it is. And so now, now that this has happened, it's got me wondering how much, because say whatever you want to say about Montoya, he had been in daytime for a long time. So he more or less probably adhered more to classical storytelling tropes than Josh did. So I don't really know um, what the hell this show is going to look like with him um, by himself. Because if I'm not mistaken, the last time Josh Griffin was here, wasn't he with um, with Latham as his as a co as a wasn't he Latham's um, co co executive producer when he was I'm back not... in in the early 2000s? I feel like that might be right. So. If that's the case, if he was a co-writer the first time he was here, and then he was a and he had a co-head this time, and now he doesn't, I'm over here side eyeing the shit out of this going, um, because it's because actually I want to say honestly, hasn't it been a long time since YNR has had just one head? They've been doing the whole co-writer, co-producer thing for a while now. I don't know what they're doing over there, but all I can say is this. Um, YNR is fighting um, to the death with Bold and the Beautiful right now to stay number one. Oh, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Because, wait, I just pulled it up on, on which one think? So, okay, so when Mel, so after Mel was dismissed, he was, uh, Morona, Marina was named as um, an executive producer. To kind of sort of fill in the gap until they got Josh Griffin on board. And then it's been the two of them um, since 2019 going forward. So yeah, so now it's kind of like, how y'all want to work this? So I, I don't know what the hell we going to get. All I know is if I see any really weird changes to shit that I actually like, I'm going to be mad as hell because that means I'm going to know who the hell who the hell was writing the shit I wanted and who was writing the shit I didn't want. Well, I just need them to unmerge all these fucking companies. That's what I need. 
I don't I don't want to oh. hear nothing about Chancellor Winters, um, Hamilton Winters. I don't want to hear nothing about no combination <laughs> names no more. I don't. I want them to go back to what they used to be. I want Jabot, I want Newman, I want Chancellor, and I want Winters. You mean Jabot Marchetti. Just thinking about all these fucking business names. What the fuck happened? It's more businesses in Genoa City than it is families. <laughs> you got that right. They all, all the businesses married to each other. Exactly. It's ridiculous. They need to make it simple because you know what? People like me, um, middle-aged people, I'm not really watching the soap operas to find out about IPOs and shit. Keep it simple. Tell me what the basics is and give me soap opera shit. I don't need all, all this extra stuff with these companies merging and not merging and I and the part, myself up into a headache. Well, but and the thing is, I would tolerate it better if they did things with it. But here's the thing: like, look at Marchetti. Marchetti is the biggest clunker of a story ever. It was like, okay, you invented Marchetti as a plot device for Summer's exit. Okay, I understood that. So some, so, so the character of Summer exited because the actress was leaving because Hunter was going. Okay, fine. That's fine. But then when she comes back, you decide to resurrect Marchetti, have Jabot buy Marchetti, and, and and then do what with it? Not a goddamn thing. You bought right. you what bought in a why? Why have them work at it when they are when they are avids and they supposed to be working at Jabot? I was laughing my ass off because I remember because I, I remember I think it was I think it was Matt Hanvey and I think it was um I think Mark Hardy who was like y'all really gonna sit up here and tell us a story about how an Italian fashion house is coming to the middle of fucking bumfuck in Wisconsin and, yep. and 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 they're gonna be run from there it's like Emily in Paris on reverse uh, right boy what you and want me to go well have, they don't even have the actual designer in Genoa City. Designing, they got her as the CEO over here of something. Why isn't Sally Spectra a designer designing? Because they're too lazy to actually invest in in, in people who are supposed to be in fashion. It's kind of like the back ass with shit they did with Chelsea. Chelsea's thing was fashion too, but you see how right. they didn't had they didn't she went from fashion to a damn podcast to to you know trying to pick herself back up again. And when she does pick herself back up again, I don't think she's gonna head back to fashion either. It's like somebody yeah. over there just don't like fashion storylines, which which unless they talking to somebody across the hall that's saying, wait a minute, why don't y'all lay off of the fashion storylines? That's our niche. Ain't doing niche shit with fashion niche. over there. Girl, we got the first fashion show we done had in years. And it was and, 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 and we ain't getting no more no time soon because the dude who was responsible for all that then got put out on his ass. So the so boy ain't got no business claiming a damn thing. Yeah, they okay, made sure so that they I, gave they I, I thought I was the only one who found it odd when um, Sally said she was leaving fashion behind. Like, what? I mean, that, I, I didn't even just, know she said that. Well, well, that she didn't want to, that she wanted to do something new. Now, I understood it in the context of when they got rid of, of, of Newman Fashion um, at, when it was a part of the of the media platform. It's like, okay, it's hard to work in fashion if you can't get a job with any of the fashion people. And the only fashion people in town left were Lauren, 
Um, and the fact that, you know, Lauren was, was basically a part, and Finn Morris was a part of Jabot, was partnered with Jabot. That was the only game in town. So if she couldn't go work for Lauren, I understood her segue into something else, because if you can't work in the only people who's in the game, you can't work for the only people who's in the game. But then when it came out with her saying that she wanted to do her own business, I was like, okay, I'm down with this. I am down with Sally Spector, independent businesswoman who don't want no money from no man, and she wants to make this work on her own. Only for them to hop up here and say she wants to do interior design. Like Marchetti Home, they're doing this to put her and Summer at odds at some point. That's what that yep. bullshit is about. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. Marchetti home? Yeah. Well, designing bed spreads? Girl, oh, wait. Oh, you, oh, Sam, I forgot. You've been away, baby. Let me elucidate, elucidate for you. Okay. Marchetti is supposed to be an Italian design house, okay? So when um, Angelina, the chick who was over Marchetti, decided that she wanted to step down, um, they, uh, you know, bought out Marchetti. They had Jabot uh, buy out Marchetti, which is all well and fine, okay? I mean, I can see it of uh, uh, a cosmetic uh, a cosmetic company wanting to get into fashion or deeper into fashion. Okay, fine. That makes sense. That makes sense. Here's where it does not make sense. One of the things that they decided to do um, for Marchetti was that they decided they wanted to um, start up a different division um, for Mar for Marchetti. And one of the things that they have in Marchetti, specifically, this is the division, a division that Phyllis was working on, was Marchetti Home. So interior design. Not just fashion that you wear, but interior design for your home. There is a section of Marchetti called Marchetti Home. Okay. So... We don't really see much about it, but we, ju we just hear about it because that's how they reasoned that Diane and Phyllis could work at Marchetti together. Anne was off doing public relations stuff for Kyle, so her and Phyllis didn't have a whole hell of a lot to do with each other, and Phyllis was working off for the Marchetti home division. And so it even got to the point, um, so it even, um, they even had Phyllis asked Jack if they were interested in doing a redesign of the Abbott Mansion for Marchetti Home. Mm, stop! Wait, hold on. Wait a minute, you just piqued my damn interest. This was a while ago. It didn't go anywhere. It was interesting because, let's be honest, the inside of the Abbott Mansion has not changed in God knows how long. That's why I'm interested. Y'all know that's that still, that's, that's still John Abbott's furniture in that house. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my family home. Exactly. That's my in the soap world. I am a Abbott in the soap world. I don't even watch Y and R no more, but that's my soap family. That's the one I hmm. feel like I'm at home with. <laughs> Serious. In the Abbott home, that's my home. So I am interested in the idea of some sort of a, a, a you know, an updated Jabot mansion. I mean, I would be here for it, guys. Well, see, that's the thing. It it was it was like something that they put in the dialogue that was interesting, but then it didn't go anywhere because this was months ago. 
Phyllis, this is back before everything started going, you know, too far out the way with the whole Phyllis versus Diane thing, where Phyllis made the suggestion that they do a renovation of the Abbott estate and have that featured as a spread in Marchetti home. Yes. Why not? That's the I perfect mean, way to advertise. Look what our designers are doing. Look what they could do to your old living room. Look what they can do. Um, I love it, but they didn't do shit. They dropped the damn ball. They didn't do shit with it. They they literally talked about it for maybe two episodes, if you push it, and then it just disappeared into thin air. And that then sucks. you, exactly. It was an interesting thread that just didn't go anywhere, which makes me feel like it's something they caught from those people across the hall. Um, and then um, you knew that Phyllis worked at Marchetti Home and that that's the division she was in charge of. But then um, when they had Sally decide that she wanted to do something else and she decided that she had gotten this really inspired idea about interior design, the first thing that popped into my head was like, the only other thing we have about interior design in this place that I've heard is about Marchetti Home uh, as a part of Marchetti. I'm like, y'all doing this to put this girl in opposition to summer ass. That's what this but bullshit you know what, was about. I threw out my hands. So Sally does have to have a female rival in her age group. Mm -hmm. It always was Summer. They brought her from B&B um, to, to, to be the thorn in Summer's side. So I can True. see them going back to that. And, and I think it's ingenious because Sally's screwing all uh, Summer's family members. She is, and I'm still over, and I'm still over here laughing uh, like a loon about how you have people who say that Nick then portrayed Summer because he uh, trying to get her and Sally to you know to, or for her to try to somehow accept him being with Sally. I'm still laughing about it. I'm like, look at that man alone. Like he's why, he's do, some, why do he? I mean, why do he care if Summer accept or not? Summer grown with her own. Her, well, her own let me put it this way: when that? I. When I say accepting, I mean accepting in the sense of Summer doesn't just walk up to Sally and start being a bitch. That kind of accepting. Kind of like a, can you just do like a high buy thing and just leave it at that? Oh, okay. It does not have yeah, to be okay, insults so, and fights every time y'all see each other. Okay. okay so, so. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, so there are plenty of people who are not exactly pleased with that. I find it deeply amusing because as far as I'm concerned, everybody up in this mofo is grown. Nick could and I'm not and you know what I say. I don't even I don't even ship Nick with anybody seriously because I know at the end of the day the show is going to default him back to either Phyllis or to Sharon. It just it's just a matter of how long it takes them to get there. Right. And so it's been more Phyllis. And I don't there. see them ever putting Sharon yeah, Precisely. I don't see them putting uh, Sharon and Sally as rivals um, because Phyllis uh -uh. and Sharon have, are, are absolute rivals and they don't need to add that. Um, so exactly. Yeah, they're going to keep it to Summer. They're going to keep it to Summer. Summer is relatively young and she doesn't have a rival that's still on yet. But since Lola left, I think that was her only let her last rival, right? Yep, exactly. Lola. Kyle is hers free and clear. So, I mean, but yeah, I was, so it's not that I don't find the idea of interior design uninteresting. I just don't know if they're actually going to do anything with it. Like, they were playing with our intelligence. Like, remember when they had Sally talking to Jill and Jill being impressed with her having worked at Newman and lasted as long as she was, I assume that meant that maybe Jill was going to offer her a job over at Chance of Winners, but then that didn't happen. So, I honestly don't know what Romantically speaking and professionally speaking, I don't know what's what's in 
in store for Sally in the new year? It's really just one big question mark. So I'm kind of like, eh, what the hell y'all doing? Y'all better not it's mess Adam. Over. It's Adam. It's Adam. So Sally and Adam, um, I believe everybody's confirmed that Josh Griffin is, that's his thing. He says he loves um, yes, he does Sally, love Sally and Adam. Right. So that's Sally's. Now, the thing is, um, who are they going to throw in as the uh, uh, romantic angst for Sally and Adam? Is it Chelsea? I don't know, especially because now that we know that the uh, actors are actually personally involved with each other, I don't know if that has maybe changed what directions they want to necessarily go in as far as their writing is concerned. So really and truly, I honestly could not tell you what anybody is doing on Y&R in the new year, except I know Tucker is going to keep spinning his web because he got he got Ash and drinking that Kool-Aid, but good. She might right. as well change her middle name to Jim Jones because she's falling for all his bullshit. Hmm? Somebody's background sound is on. Oh, okay. That that was that was the blue. My car pulled up in my driveway and it picked up the Bluetooth. Oh, okay. So, um, okay. So yeah. So other than Tucker uh, running his game and and get definitely getting as close as he can to his goal, I really don't know what they're doing with none of these people. All I know is I'm waiting for Billy and Lily to break up. Daniel is the man in the shadows, whether whether to sweep in ASAP, and I'm here for it because Billy got getting on my last damn nerve. And Lily Durkin too. I, I can see Lily be busting it wide open with Daniel. Uh with Billy walking in and she looked at Billy like, Billy, get out of here. Uh, Billy, I mean, you knew this was gonna happen. Lily dirty like that. I'm a, I'm gonna need to see Bill uh Lily and Daniel getting down and for Billy to walk in. I'm gonna need to see. Um, the little bit of Drusilla that Lily has in her to come out. That's the only time Drusilla come out in her when she done got caught hoeing. Because you know what she do? She stand on it. She, she walk in it. She don't back down when Lily hoes. That's one thing I do like about her. When she cheats, she cheats unapologetically. But let her go ahead. when she cheated on Kane with Joe Clark? <laughs> well, I didn't like Kane this yeah. time, so I wasn't mad about that shit at all. Well, who could be I mad? Was, Joe Clark was so goddamn I mean, fine. I mean, period. <laughs> but listen, mm. when when I uh, didn't Kane catch her in bed with? Come on, dog. Kane caught her in bed with um Joe Clark, and she was yelling at Kane for catching. Mm. Yeah, that's bold. Yeah, that's bold. I was very pleased. <laughs> that's bold and that's hilarious as hell. But yeah, other than that, so I guess we're gonna see what a what an unfettered Josh Griffin in the new year is going to look like, and we'll see it in fairly short time because the shows don't, with the exception of days, none of the other shows soaps are shot that far ahead. So um, I yeah, guess, and I think they're say, days used to be like eight months ahead, and I think they're saying days is like six months ahead now. Yes, when they did the time lap, when they did the time jump for a year, that was one of the things that they wanted to fix because for years people have been complaining about the fact that days did not have the ability to make changes to storylines 
when they were getting certain reception from the fans because the story had been over for like six months in their time. So it was like, well, that was so far back in the can, we can't even go back and do reshoots to change anything. And so that, that yeah, they're still pretty far ahead, but that's also one of the reasons why they decided to try to cut that down some, to kind of make it possible for them to change things if they needed to. Because it's one thing to change something when you're a few months out, but when you're six plus months out, almost a year out, that um, yeah, you're not you're not going back and change a damn thing. You could well, even find the outfits class, those people was wearing. Shit. And and just the just the fact that days does adjust based on reception of the story. Let's just talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I started watching days. Uh, we had Tyler Christopher as uh, Stephanie. I immediately fell for Stabby even before they were. I was down for them when they were still enemies before anything got romantic. Mm-hmm. When Tyler left and they cast Brandon Barash, we all loved him. I was like, shoot. I didn't think I was going to like the recast, but I love him. Great. They messed around and let him go. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. We let Brandon Barash go and we had a damn fit. They brought his ass back. True, they brought him back as Jake, but even when they saw Jake wasn't hidden, they brought him back to Steph. Let's talk about that. I love when a soap uh, when a soap opera tries to write to satisfy the fans. Exactly. Because that's the thing. No. Do I think you should change every little thing because your fans don't like it? No, because we would never have a consistent show. But I think once people make something really, really clear, you got to at least be open to the idea that, okay, maybe we need to tweak something over here. Maybe this isn't workable. Or maybe this isn't on. Maybe this isn't it. So, no, I don't think you have to dance to our tune completely, but I think you do have to be open to adjustments, and Days is more open than anybody else is. But also, we can actually move on to uh, the Days part of the show for sure. Yeah. yeah, That's about it. Why not? And Days was delicious today because the, in the aftermath of, of since it was, I know I knew it was going to be real, real delicious when I thought what Bubbles uh, decided to entitle tonight's show. Um, the aftermath of what was it? Um, oh, it aftermath of Ava, yes, child. Ava's aftermath, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it days ended up being very delicious, not just because of you know the bomb that went off, but I love how people act, how people's interpersonal relationships uh come together when there is a big group event that happens. Now, granted. The number, and I also want to applaud something for days because at first I was thrown off when they decided to say that Tony and Anna would not make the memorial, that Jake couldn't make the memorial. And I was like, well, wait, who the hell is going to be at this phone thing? Who the hell y'all got up in here? Mm-hmm. But I, I applaud it because I applaud it now because I realized that had they had too many characters in attendance at Susan's memorial, we could not have flowed as smoothly to the end of today's show as we did. Right. Now, there were a couple of hiccups 
that I picked up on. Um, so we did open the show with the explosion. Um, basically, we saw that the bomb went off and how everybody was ended up on the ground, covered up and covered in mud, dirt and, you know, little fires and everything. And they started to come to mm -hmm. um, everybody's coming to except Ava. Y'all know that I was just like, I know everybody going to live. I'm just concerned about Ava. <laughs> I need a I need Tamara Braun to come back. That's all I was saying. So listen, I enjoyed that Johnny helped Trip carry Ava out. Even though Ava set up that bomb to take out EJ and Nicole and pretty much any other innocent person in there, including Marlena, Johnny. I mean, she didn't consider anybody except who she wanted to target. She didn't consider any uh -huh. other innocent person. And um, so when everybody's getting out and Trip is like, Johnny, can you help me? We can't just leave her here. And Johnny was just like in the spirit of my grandmother who wouldn't turn her back on anybody. I'll help you. I'm holding, I'm crossing my fingers that Johnny's relationship with Ava remains intact. Do y'all think I'm um, hoping for too much? Listen, <laughs> I, I want to know, is two people missing that nobody thought about? Sister Mary Moore and the priest. And the priest. Exactly. Where the hell were they? That was my question. That was the one person I was looking for. I was really worried about the priest. I was like, where the hell is Mary Moore? Like, did she get raptured? Cause Daisy's in the town. I saw uh, the, I saw a body in the rubble with the um the cloak the um the thing. It looked like it was black and white. So I don't know if it was the priest or if it was Mary. You but were I, did, hmm? I feel like the priest was wearing purple or something colorful. You're right. Then that must have been Mary Mora. But we didn't see her actually go out. So I know that she was in there when it exploded unless that was a preacher, but I think it was Mary because you said he was wearing purple and I saw black and white and she had on the black and white habit. I believe I saw her in the rubble. I'm sure of it, but I didn't see anybody assist her out or walk her out and I didn't see her helping to get the boulder off Nicole's knee like EJ, Marlena, Tripp, and Johnny. Now see, y'all gonna make me go back to Friday's show and to, to I can trace their movements because that yeah that was the, like remember I said before when it comes to Festivus, Bo I have the least amount to say about about days because the things that bother me about days are just tiny infinitesimal minuscule things and that was the thing that bothered bothered me today was yep. that I couldn't figure out where the hell Sister Mary Moore was when right. that bomb went off I was fairly certain she wasn't in the room because Nicole and Nicole and EJ ended up being right by the door when John ran in and Marlena was off to the far side. So I actually need to rewind to when. Okay, so hold on. Let's see. I feel like Mary Mora and the police left to go do get something so they could get started. Because, no, because the thing is, Mary and the Mary was in there when Tripp said that um EJ kidnapped him. Mary was in that church. I don't recall Mary leaving that church after Ava ran in there. Everybody as soon as I get past this commercial, as soon as I get past this commercial break, I'm gonna tell y'all because I got it pulled up on my other phone. Because it's because see that shit gonna bug me probably for the rest of the damn week until but I get an been answer. I'm gonna, get an answer. I'm gonna get an all answer tonight, damn it. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, because I mean, and the thing is, I was okay with there not being as many people there, but when they had Mary Moore and the priest go up and smoke, I'm like, well, and especially when they fast tracked everybody to the hospital, I was like, God damn, this is some effective ass uh, medical transportation. I know that we got some, we got some starting up up of some new stories today too. Yes, we did. We definitely we did. did because for one, mm-hmm. I I did enjoy um, Brady and Eric. I have to. I'm gonna have to steal Sanchez's line. They, they really are the righteous brothers because that's how the they do it. Yep, she mm. was right about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy that conversation. I'm really getting tired of sick and tired of Brady. Um, talking about now he's confessed now that she blackmailed him and and now he's acting like oh I never would have did it he's really getting on my nerves right now but I'm going to digress on Grady oh, I'm sorry on Brady but we did get some new this dog y'all hear this dog chewing his toy I do oh. I was like somebody, I was, and the thing is I figured it was a 50-50 shot that it was either you or Bubbles because I know y'all both have canines in y'all lives on a regular basis I, listen, I literally walked out the room away from him and he keep following me oh god very more of the room Yes, yeah, she was outside. She was out. She went outside and she found Johnny with Ava, and that's when she was. And Mary Moore mentioned that the guy in the church was named Trip. Ava ran off to go inside, and Mary Moore was outside pulling on Johnny damn ear. Yeah, she didn't come back inside the church. Okay, so she never went back in. Mm-mm. She did not. No, I wonder where she gonna turn up. You think she gonna turn up at the um mansion? EJ and Nicole gonna walk in there all beat up, and she gonna be sitting up in there eating peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwiches. Girl, maybe. I'm. I'll be howling. I'll be howling if we come back cut cut in scene, Sister Mary Moria. I heard bomb, and I got out of there. <laughs> y'all know she was mad that they was taking their time putting her this sister to rest. She That's was right. pissed because they had Susan waiting in damn purgatory. And she was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm going to go down here with this priest. And we're going to put my sister rest. And y'all bitches do whatever the fuck you want to do in here. But we we gone. We finished it because my sister waiting on y'all. And she is sitting here in purgatory. Like she was. Y'all just chilling. Chilling. It would make sense. It she wouldn't it make perfect sense that the um, nun would have got some divine intervention and got out of there? Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes perfect sense. So that that would be one gripe. Listen, and we talk about the small gripes about days. That's a small ass gripe, but that's but if we got to come up with one, hey, there it go. Exactly. <laughs> and what thing I say is this much: Johnny was so nice saying in the spirit of my grandmother. Because I ain't gonna lie, y'all know I love Ava, but I left her ass down. I've been left, yeah. That was the. <laughs> That has been, yeah, uh, uh, amongst Twitter, all my Twitter uh, account today, um, everybody is in agreement that um, Johnny is a hell of a lot better than anybody that I've seen on Twitter because everybody said that they would have left Ava ass down. And right. plus, saying the trip should have left it out. Trip, why is Trip being so nice to his own mama that he thought was dead an hour? Well, that's the thing. You know how we, how me and Bubbles are always saying about how them Hortons is finding is finding their heritage and acting like a Horton. Well, it feels like Trip has started to act like a Batali. I love it. It's- just a bit, because he's—he seems to be his Johnson heritage is, is, is what it is. But he seems to be drifting closer to being a Vitali because he sure showed up at that service ready to talk shit to everybody left and right, and he didn't give a damn. I'm, I'm like, bro, 
Yo, you, 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 you really, you, you had two helpers of audacity for you came up in this motherfucker. I mean, yes. keep in mind, your mother, regardless of whatever else happened, is responsible for somebody else's death, including her own. But right. you sure did come up in here with some serious audacity to talk shit to EJ about him kidnapping you, which I understand, but then about how your mama did. And I'm like, bro, I'd have got in trouble because I'd have been like, your mama killed herself because she a psycho. What you blaming me for, right. your ass? Now, wasn't it so cute, though, <laughs> how Trip got an EJ face and how, like, EJ was two feet taller than Trip? <laughs> he was, and that's the thing. EJ was even trying to be understanding. That was the part that was kicks. He was literally trying. He's like, "Look, I understand. I'm sorry." He's like, "Look, I can't touch you." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, but you know what though? <laughs> now, Patch and Ray got what they want on EJ." They, you see, I think that some of the offshoot unintended offshoot from what happened today is going to be this. First of all, one, EJ ain't, ain't fooling nobody. Granted, yes, he is suffering because his mother is gone. But his part in what happened being revealed the way it was was certainly out of his favor. And not just because of the legal repercussions because rape is just dying to get something on him. I'm talking about the repercussions of the fact that Susan's passing played a huge part in Johnny's decision to keep his mouth shut about, about the truth about Stefan and, and Ralph brainwashing him. Johnny, right. literally, Johnny literally kept his mouth shut because he knew his dad was suffering and that he had already gone through a lot. And because, and he was like, you know, I, and he was like, I've already lost my mother. I don't want to lose anything else. And Johnny was feeling bad and he felt that so that played an important part in him keeping his mouth shut but That's to right. find out now yep. that his and I expect this to come back around as an issue sometime this week to find out now that part of the reason this entire mess ended up the catastrophe it was was because his dad was playing chicken with Ava Vitale yep. when he could have just Paid her the damn money and called this even Stevens because he but because he thought he could outsmart her and show her who's who. That kind of may put a different spin on Johnny's feelings about keeping his mouth shut about this. Now, too, did you also see <clears throat> um, Nicole had a flashback of EJ telling her that how how he thought that he could just handle Ava Vitali without having to pay her. Remember that. So now mm -hmm. I'm wondering how that's going to play in how Nicole is behaving. Because, you know, Nicole has been real chaste with EJ and she's been nothing but a, 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 a lady. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, so right. Now, Rafe is about to come for EJ's neck. And we know that a lot of that smoke is behind Nicole. Now, what is she going to do? That's what I'm waiting. Is she going to go all in and pitch her support behind EJ and help him in the matter? Because come on, y'all. Yep. We know Nicole yep. is messy. Right. She. She. So, now that, of course, is going to push our Eric and I'm sorry, Nicole and EJ together. That chasteness is going to start falling away when they starting to keep secrets from other people, right? I'm looking forward to it. Well, who they keeping secrets to? They don't owe nobody nothing no more. 
Well, but they gonna have each other's back. Right now, nobody has Nicole's back, basically. But EJ, except Nicole, EJ, that's right, what I'm saying. Right. If they got any secrets, well, I don't know what secrets they are gonna be keeping from nobody else because what they're, they're trying to cover up what they did. Try, they gonna so they gonna have to do something to get EJ out of these kidnapping charges. Um. Damn, Ava blowing up the, the damn church is bigger than EJ's kidnapping trip, I feel like. it. Yeah, but you know what, though? But Rafe's got a boner for all both of them. He happily arrested Ava today. And he basically told Patch that his dick was hard. He was waiting on um to arrest EJ. Yeah. <laughs> he wants he wants both. And also, that's mention the fact you saw that look on both Eric and Ray's bitch ass face when they was looking through the glass at EJ in the cold. They yeah. asked to spell something. Oh, okay. Yeah. They may listen, listen, mm. listen, Linda. Listen, listen, listen. Ain't none of them got a right to be mad at her because first of all, no, don't. <laughs> just stayed his ass with Ava and not cheated on her, but he did. And then, and then he married her and he's the fool who allowed her to rush the wedding. So you had to say, but you thought it was cute. Y'all gonna go ahead and get married sooner than what you thought and you went along with it knowing good and damn well that um everybody in town then told you how she was hung up on your ex-wife's twin brother. But you went on ahead and you married Nicole and now you want to be mad because she realized she still want to be with Eric. Then Eric dumbass mad because Jada made a decision. Yes, Nicole ran her mouth, but at the end of the day, she didn't drive Jada to Planned Parenthood. She did not make the appointment. It had been something different. She said, well, girl, you know, I went ahead on the main appointment for you because I knew that you weren't going to be wanting to live this kind of life. After I told you about you be changing all these shitty diapers by yourself while Eric's at the house fucking me. She didn't do that. She just nope. said, girl, let me tell you what. I'm a single mom and I have been in these streets out here with these love triangles and this shit is not easy and you be trying to work. And you can't get no sleep because the damn baby crying. I mean, if you want to do it, girl, do it. But I'm just saying, I mean, you got a choice. Did nobody never tell me I had a choice? I just, oh, no, carry on. I, I will be right back. Babies and shit. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I did nobody tell me that I could just, you know, just been at home in the quiet without, you know, being a single mom. But here I am. That Listen, because, you know, if it would have been Kristen, Kristen would have brought. Dr. Ross to Jada. Child, Kristen would have had somebody <laughs> kick Jada in the back of her head and she uh -huh. would have been off a dock somewhere and lost the baby. Uh-uh. Kristen would have brought Dr. Ross to Jada and had Dr. Ross um, surgically remove the um, the egg or the fetus, or the, the, the seedling, the egg, or what, the fetus or whatever it is and put it in a jar until she needed it again. Um, that's what Kristen would have did. So all Nicole did was kept it real with her and told her that it's not gonna be nice while um your baby daddy gonna be living with me and you gonna be over there raising his kid by yourself and he ain't never gonna love you. It's always gonna be me. So yeah, <laughs> that's what she did. It's so they need to be mad at themselves because Rafe is the reason why he ain't got a wife and Eric is the reason why he ain't got no baby. Because he, he, he was going home to break up with Jada. 
Without a doubt. If if he hadn't found out that she was pregnant, he was going home to tell her that he was going back to Nicole. Point blank in the period. Um, exactly. This, Eric, this happened to Eric because he couldn't stay faithful to Jada. If he was faithful one more day, he wouldn't have never cheated on Jada with Nicole. He would have found out that his girlfriend was pregnant with his baby. It would have been a joyous occasion. He would have probably married her and welcomed his little biracial baby. But yeah. instead, he can't keep it. He can't keep his. He can't keep himself faithful. So he cheated on Jada with Nicole. And that's why he don't have a baby. And so, now he can't go look in the face. He he stayed mm -hmm. out in the streets because he don't want to accidentally run into her. Let me tell you something. Um, hmm. If Eric and his righteous ass walked up on Jada with some sort of attitude, I'm going to need to see the sister come out. Y'all know oh, y'all had, had me come on this yard because y'all killing me, right? Hey y'all, we know KK, you are resident Eric Apologist. Come on in. I ain't no Eric Apologist, but I saw him like Nicole Damis. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all this. I'm gonna tell y'all this. If y'all come up with one more damn excuse for this bitch, listen, she picked the she picked the prime opportunity to be good girlfriends with Jada after she done stole her dick, and then she wanna tell her what. This is how it is to be a single mama, bitch. Keep your mouth closed. The whole point was to be messy, and she admitted it. She sat up there. And she said, "Yeah, I had a problem with the bitch being pregnant because I can't get pregnant. I'm jealous. That's why she did it. Had no good intentions behind it. If she was good intended on telling Jada how she felt and what she was coming from, her intentions would have show after the fact. She did not." She had every intention going in and scared the shit out that girl to do exactly what she did. And after she did it, she pissed on the baby grave. So I'm going to need y'all to know I'm a Nicole Demis already. After that, she ain't never getting no flowers from me if it's on her grave. Now, <laughs> now Jada did what was best for her because she wasn't trying to put up with all of that for the rest of her life. Listen, but at the same no, time, she knew me. all of that. She knew all of that when she came to the understanding that Eric was leaving her to go back to messy ass Nicole. The whole point was she was settling in that. The whole point was she was coming to grips that she was going to have to be part time mommy. All I mean, she was gonna have a part time daddy. That was okay. She was fine with it. She was gonna do it. The whole point was to jeopardize and to put her on unstable grounds. Like you can't, you can't tell somebody uh, that she was doing this out of being a good girlfriend. Out of no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. That's the, oh that's no, no, the whole no. I will never, I will never claim that Nicole was there for the greater good of positive reasons. No, she was there. She at at, at best, she was there to put Jada in check. Okay, to let her know, to let her know that even if she had this child with Eric, that she wasn't going nowhere and that nothing would change. And that she didn't know that though. No, but that's that's what that's what Nicole was there for. She even told she even told Eric, you think that Nicole gonna have a problem with this because she's territorial. Like she know her just as much as he know of her. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not like she was blinded. It ain't like she 
Sloan, hell, even Sloan act like she knows some shit about the bitch. The whole well, point Nicole, was it was Nicole, none of her yeah. business. It was none of her business, and she made it a business. And she made it a business. It was none of her business, but that's the thing. Eric is sitting up there finding more fault with her than anybody, including his goddamn self. Over how this over how this shit uh, ended up running out, and at the end of the day, that's bullshit. That's and that's what we're saying. Yes, what we were saying yes. was that nobody, that all these people that's talking shit, ain't none of them innocent. First of all, no. race ain't innocent. He cheated on Ava with Nicole. Now, second, that ain't got Nicole nothing to do with his relationship right now. But I get it. I know he you and Nicole cheated on Rafe with Eric. Now, mm -hmm. Eric done cheated on Jada with Nicole. Now, mm -hmm. Nicole done fucked it up, so now he ain't got no baby with Nicole. And so that's why they ain't got no relationship right now, because they are fucking crazy Eric people. Nicole ain't getting along. And now, Eric <laughs> with, um, now, Nicole with EJ. Now, EJ is, is not, listen, and that's what started this. EJ in the room with Nicole, because they had to lift the beam off her leg. Um, The explosion in the church left a big beam on Nicole's leg. All four of them had to lift it off her leg. And EJ was such a goddamn gentleman and a hero for Nicole. I'm still oh, mad about that scene. I'm mad about that said. scene because they went on and on and on about how that was a main a beam that was one of them weight-bearing beams. And it fell on her leg. And it took everybody, including Dr. Marlena Evans, Yep. Off her leg, and then they <laughs> up off the ground to help her walk. Then this bitch got a broke arm. What? That yeah. was the funniest shit in the world. <laughs> Wait, what? Crutches in a in a wheelchair. Oh no, no, no! All that shit fell on her, but it was her falling on her arm that caused the damage. Like, I was questioning. <laughs> I did not understand, but you know what I did? Because days are so damn hilarious like that. I took it as one of those tongue in cheek moments. But they literally just fucking with us. That yeah. that's absolutely crazy. Like I don't. I'm sorry. I I don't find that amusing at all. Anybody did? <laughs> I'm not finna. I'm not finna rally behind nobody being her hero because she don't need one. Let the bitch fall and burn as she lay. That's what I say. But look what had happened though. Yes, that's me. Uh, after uh, Eric finds out what happened, he runs to the hospital to see about Nicole. Mm -hmm. but That's all EJ, that shit he talked. Right. EJ in the room with Nicole taking care of her because she was scared. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally. He's the and that's because my baby's a gentleman. That's and because Rafe, he's a gentleman. Is, and Rafe has been trashing her. And so, mm -hmm. uh, so Eric comes see. in. If you, did you see it today, Can Can? I told y'all what happened to my service and then I'm under oh, winter you said storm you, watch. Yeah, you, oh, you said your complex was out of cable for some damn Let me tell you what happened. So, um, um, EJ in there comforting Nicole. Eric walks in and say, I heard what, what happened. And then EJ said, yep, um, she hurt. She gonna need rest. That's why she's coming home with me. Thank you. Goodbye. Yuck. Yuck. Oh, my God. I, Thank you. Know you what? Goodbye. That's, that, that, that's, that's good. Let, yes, what happened? What happened? Eric tucked his tail like a puppy dog and mm -hmm. walked out the room. And okay. I said, he walked out and he looked in through the window. He was the puppy looking in through the window, looking sad at EJ comforting Nicole. And then mm -hmm. guess what happened? What Rafe happened? walks through into the room, the uh, the room where uh, Eric is looking on at Nicole and EJ. 
So mm-hmm. N- Nicole's sitting up there being comforted by her knight in shining armor. Her um the man she left her husband from standing looking through the window, and then her ex-husband come walking up behind him. Both of them, both of them, looking at Nicole and Eric through the window Try like sad it. puppy dogs. You know what that shows me? That shows me. That sound like it ain't enough viable women in Salem, and that's why they're running behind the nearest cat available. That's disgusting, Sam. I can't. But the part that cracks me up is that both Rafe and Eric have spent the last 48 hours in soap time talking shit about Nicole, about how she ain't shit, how she ain't gonna be shit, how she fucking EJ, even though she's not. It's like, then get the fuck on it. Y'all was talking about how the bitch wasn't shit, then get on. Listen, both of these two dicks got a right to be mad at the cat because the cat didn't done dog wrong, okay? No, listen, it does not. That's like Nicole being mad at Eric for sleeping with It does not negate feelings when they were once real. If they had been fake, then then they should have showed up. But if she had a whole marriage with a person and then this person just got back with her and they got through all this shit and they going through this whole disillusionment, I'm going to need y'all to know. Of course, they're going to be on the outside looking like puppy dogs because they still feel love for the trifling hoe. But, but they're not treating her right. She don't need to be treated right. She don't need to be treated right at all. Well, listen to what we're saying, Ken Ken. Okay. okay. You're a woman. Yep. Okay? Yep. So, you have a man. Mm-hmm. You make a mistake. You yeah. pay the price. Right? Correct. The marriage Correct. over. Correct. She go to a man. She get pie in her face. That's what she yeah. get. Because of the way she left her husband. Correct? Correct. It's justice. Now, that same woman that lost her husband got pie in her face by this other man. She is being offered compassion from this third man. She's being offered kindness. She ain't put out for him. She used to be married to him. Uh-huh. They used to love each other. Uh-huh. All she's doing is taking the shoulder that has been lent to her because the two people that she trusted most recently gave uh-huh. her they asked to kiss. And who so recently trusted her as well? You they keep doing it work, Listen, this is, I think, I'm what missing. I think this is what you're missing. Uh-uh. You can feel the way you want to feel about Nicole. Yes. But those dudes that gave her their ass to kiss have absolutely no goddamn right at this point, now that they are exes, to be in her uh-huh. face. But listen, her, not just exes. Her. Not just exes. Exes that basically told her she was a whore to her face and to fuck all. <laughs> yes, they did. So you know what? It's like. Like, once you once you didn't send your piece like that in my face, you don't have no screw you. She you don't go do shit. Go do go do what you want. Go she do what you want where you want with who you want as long as it's away from me. That's she right. has and yet so to do wrong by EJ. EJ. Give a time. EJ Give a time. Right next to her, and he is not allowing those dudes to keep shitting on her. I don't oh no, EJ, EJ and Nicole don't EJ and Nicole don't have that kind of relationship, hunty. They yes, they've gone will. through yes, they've gone, no, they've gone through too much toxic shit to each other. Okay. They've both been too toxic to each other. Because the thing is, 
they're at that frame, that point in a relationship where y'all done kind of just been like so toxic and gotten all that shit out of the way because y'all aren't involved anymore that y'all are actually friends now. This just sound like to me, darling, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat because the circle keeps going and the common denominator <laughs> is Nicole. My old thing is now it's EJ's turn to play the role that Eric just played and Rafe just played. No, no, My no, no, whole no. thing Here. is just rinse and repeat. And, and this is where you're going to get this absolutely wrong. And this okay. is this is where you this is where you're 100 wrong. No, his role is not to be EJ. Is not to be Eric or Rafe because here's the thing: Eric and Rafe pride themselves on being considered what they call good men. EJ Demera right. is not a good right. man. Right, right, he is, right. He don't worry about nobody thinking he a good man. So he is never going to put Nicole in a situation where she needs to be a good woman to be with him. That is because that those are the things that destroy her relationship with both of those men. Okay, sincerely. Okay, so no, that's not really. EJ and Nicole will probably go up in flames eventually because people on dates, their relationships do go up in flames. That's how they switch people. That's why you don't get people sitting around waiting on whoever the to come back person. from wherever. Exactly. And when EJ and Nicole go up in flames, Nicole is going to find another nice, cushy place to land, just like Chloe is. Exactly. It I'm might be where. It might be, who knows, it might even be with freaking Lee Shane by the time it all comes shake out, too. Because we, who would have thought that we would we, get slick with Eric and Sloan? Nobody. I know they were because they were nowhere near each other's stories. Well, they certainly put them in each other's stories. And I'm personally, I'm here for it to see where it goes and see how long it lasts. Me I too. Today's episode was freaking incredible. Everything, the way it's flowing and laying out. So now we got all this movement on Kristen Brady, the Orchid, with Kayla, Marlena, and um, Kate. Mm -hmm. That's coming up next, y'all. Um, I'm assuming it's going to start kicking off right after Gabby's wedding or somewhere around there for New Year's. Definitely, because the whole point of them having Brady finally open his mouth and tell somebody else yep. about the scenario yep. is because it's about to become an issue. Now, when I, what I was thinking was that because Marlena was right that it was not a bad idea to get John to try to drill down a bit and see what was going on with Kristen. You know, him called saying that, you know, you used to be, you are, you're a good, you're at your heart, you're a good person. You do the things you do because for the right reasons, et cetera, et cetera. Because, and that makes actual sense coming from John because he's actually been here for Kristen Blake's fall from grace into being Kristen Demera, okay? Because once Kristen, because Kristen's never looked back at who she used to be, and once she decided to fully embrace the fact that you know she could get the things that she wanted out of this life easier if she was a Demera than she ever could if she was a good girl, if she stayed being Kristen Blake and being a good girl doing the right things. And so what I think is probably going to end up happening eventually is that Kristen is going to try to do the right thing with that orchid. And we already saw in the Day of Days promo that damn orchid is going to uh, pull a Mysterio disappeario. Because New Year's is right around the corner and that's when Brady told Eric they need another dose of um, 
whatever the hell it is they're getting out of that plant. I have a prediction. Mm. I predict because there has been a lot of talk lately about Kristen and when she was good, um, when she was a social worker, um, mm -hmm. uh, softball with the kids. I, and, and even when she was talking to John, she was like, I'm not good. I'm not good. I'm not good. But I do the things because uh, for the for, for the right reasons. So I believe we're about to have some change with Kristen. Kristen has never always been 100% a villain for me. Um, I think that they are trying to show us that the human in Kristen, like I, I became this. You feel me? And just mm -hmm. like I became this, I can unbecome this. I believe that uh, Brady and Kristen are going to go on the hunt together for the orchid and even fall more madly in love than they already are. Because I'm getting real goddamn tired of Brady, Drag, and Kristen. Y'all know that shit really makes my skin crawl. Well, it's going to be hard because if the orchid, the orchid apparently is going to go missing on Kristen's watch. And you know the first yep. thing that somebody's going to say, and they're you're not going to be wrong. If you hadn't been using the orchid for leverage, we wouldn't be in this damn situation, which is true. Right. It was because when, 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 when that comes, becomes an issue and it really looks like Marlena and Kayla and Kate are going to bite it because of it, it ain't going to be a lie because it's true. She saw a situation where she could have her daughter back, where she could have her man back, potentially get her man back and she did it, but she did it by gambling with Marlene, Kayla, and Kate's lives, and that gamble may not necessarily pay off. Now, one thing I want to bring up right now that was so, so interesting, though I will say I'm going to go ahead and amen bubbles on this and say I don't give a shit about Sarah Horton's birthday. I am so sorry. Girl, what the hell was that about? <laughs> Bubs, I don't know. I was like, a surprise party? Because here's the thing. Days is different from, you know, other soaps where it actually does mark off people's birthdays, okay? They do actually mention people's actual birthdays to mark the, the passage of time. But when they popped up there and said, oh, it's Sarah's birthday today, I was like, who give a shit? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah, like for real. Who do who you know give a shit? But you know what, though? Hmm. This is what I like about days. So what? It was a guess what? It, it was just something to feel some time. It's 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 Sarah's birthday. Xander surprises her with a little cake and her little co-workers around doing the what we fucking do when we at work and we get cake or something, right? Mm -hmm. And it gave the opportunity for her to just go ahead and read what? Well what we call that? I'm I, I have been drinking tonight. So what we call that? Um, Ooh, <laughs> um, to what for her to what to uh what to, to reiterate caught up on what's going on yeah and to reiterate the point of how sorry she feels about not trusting him etc etc right but you saw johnny turned right around and told her that xander was very curious about ava vitaly still being alive mm -hmm. so did you see her immediately her her instincts went up again. This uh, over at Ava's room. I wonder if she gonna ease in there and overhear the conversation. It would be too easy. I don't think so. But the thing is, now Xander has hit a very unfortunate roadblock now because all of the all because now the thing is, Ava Vitali is not going halfway on nothing. She says she ain't going to nobody goddamn jailhouse. You hear me? 
She and, said, and, guess what? and every time she say it, she don't motherfucking go. No, she doesn't. And she and the thing is, Ava <laughs> don't care how the hell she don't go. She told Xander, you're going to get me out of these cuffs. And you're going to get me the hell out of here. Uh, I'm going to tell Sarah every damn thing. See, and once again, this also proves why his, that his short-sighted decision to work for Ava to begin with was so bad. Because because Ava gives zero fucks, okay? She don't care. She literally is, she about to, she's sitting up here literally about to be brought up on charges for buku crimes and probably a couple of more that they just ain't charged her with. And her game plan is Xander Cook get the hell out of it and she is fully and 100% committed to the Lost idea the that he is going to do that. If Xander had had some sense, he would have put a pillow over that damn helper's head and said, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, when he said, Ava Vitali is alive? And he was like, I was like, do you really want to go in there, Xander? I mean, she's the one person in town who knows your secret, who will completely and totally snitch you out. See, Gwen is your friend. And even even to a slightly less of the point, guess what? Leo is your friend. They have no best vested interest in snitching your ass out for their own personal gain. Ava does. I Listen, mean, they just went through this whole elaborate, hilariously entertaining um, plan to get Bonnie off the muscle bound clowns behind. Just for him to be hailed as the town hero, Sarah's hero, for Ava to show up to, to just re-threaten him all over again. Now, he does have Gwen on his side. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, the question is, what Gwen, Gwen, and the thing is, Gwen is pretty smart. I give her a lot of credit. So I know he's going, He because the thing is, Xander is a sweet guy. And yes. he's very, very hot and very, very muscle bound. But he don't think on his feet too well sometimes. Mm-mm. No. So, because <laughs> if he did think on his feet, he would have knew this shit was uh, with Ava was going south as soon as she, as he agreed to do the kidnapping and he had to find the place to store the hostage. See, I would have been out then. It's like, look, you want me to kidnap somebody? And get some money. And, hit, and that's the other thing I would have said. I, and I know probably this is not the right time for it to be said. Because his Sarah being in the hospital and him being on the edge of discovery and being busted is important. But I would have been like, bitch, where's my money? Right. <laughs> he you was, didn't he got right. He never got paid. No. That, that is, and that is, and I, of course, when Ava was dead, obviously. You're not gonna get paid, bro. How can you possibly get paid? But now I don't, I would be like, you know what? I'm not gonna be this stupid twice. Not only on top of this, did you get me all caught up in this shit and I didn't get a quarter for it because you supposedly died. Now you sitting up here talking about you need me to break you the hell out the hospital and get you out of here, and I still ain't seen not a penny, dime, nickel, no quarter. Girl, go to hell. Tell her. I tell her myself. You go exactly. You go. I mean, that's insane. Right. You ain't paid me a dime. You go tell me, ma'am. I will sit on. You'll be before they get to you. 
insane though. I'll be I mean, like, I'll be this I'll insane. post it on social media myself, bro. No one needs get paid. And that's what I mean. All of this happened because he right. was feeling pressured. Yeah, this to is try that's to just too much for me. Exactly. He was feeling pressured because he couldn't provide for his wife. And, you know, Vic was, was shit talking him. He had creditors following him all over the place. They in a roach motel and all of this. And now you got this woman come back from the grave like the bad penny that she is on this show. And she telling you what she going, what you going to do. And you still ain't seen a quarter of your money. Santa, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a maybe I'm just too wrapped up in the practicalities. I know Sarah's outside the room. I know discovery is imminent, but I would be so upset having not got paid after all of this shit. <laughs> I would be so mad that he he literally has risked his entire relationship with his wife. Right? You going in and out, Sam? Yeah, Sam, you're having some um. Connectivity. Sound. I know. It's like she, cause she going in and out the stream or too. Okay, am I back? Yeah, you're yeah. back. Okay, let me leave this door open. How about now? Okay, that's fine. sound good. Okay, I'm gonna just leave the door open. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to get that's with, with your connectivity, lady. I wish you would what go. You, what you in a panic room? Right. What you in a panic room? No, the dog needs to go outside to poop, and he pooped, and I'm just I got to wait on him. I know, but dang, you your dog determined your connectivity. I thought you had one of them great big old Jody Foster rooms, girl. Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. In the <laughs> you in the basement? It's no, it's the, my my house is just like a brick house. So if I'm outside, I can't get a good connection in my front yard. Oh yeah, that's you might that's you might school. have just you might just have a dead zone. It's odd. If I'm in my bedroom, there's like a like a spot right by my closet that if I happen to be standing there, I get no signal. I don't know what the hell's yeah. there, but it's just it's just a dead zone. That, and the rest of the room is, is in my tornado closet. <laughs> my word. That's what I call it. That's what I call it because you can't get nothing up in there. You can't even get a good can can to can conversation up in there. Mm-hmm. But listen, guys, I know I was going in and out, and we mm-hmm. was talking about uh, Xander. Xander. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Xander and his money problems. I'm going to need Uncle Vic to leave Xander a windfall. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so sick and tired of Xander. Like you said, he's basically a good guy. Fighting he for crime. Poor, and he's not yes. right. Yes. So I agree. I mean, I just need Uncle Vic to leave him some money, even if he just be like, well, we're going to go ahead and let um, um, him be CEO of um, Kyriakos because, I mean, Philip, if Philip's come back, he can challenge it and everything, but at least I would give Philip a storyline. Right. I'm tired of Xander being poor. I'm tired of him being in these positions just because he's poor. I mean, I will say on one hand, it fascinates me a bit because remember, soaps used to be built on the dynamic of the have and the have nots. You always had your have family and your have characters and your have not characters. Days is one of the few soaps that still adheres to that dynamic where they have characters who are characters of means and they have other characters 
who are usually not seen as characters of means. They may gain means for a while, but often they don't keep them. <clears throat> right. Yes, that is true. But, you know, Xander... His I need somebody else to be the resident poor person, though. I'm tired right. of Xander being it. It's it. He I mean, didn't did his turn for a while, man. He is, he is um, Victor's nephew. I mean, this is Victor's sister's child. He should not be poor. Not this poor. I mean, right. I would be, I would be okay with that. That's the thing. I'm not talking about him being Kyriakis rich, okay? I, I, I don't mean that. I mean, but this Roach Motel business. I want him Kyriakis rich. Why not? He didn't earn his stripes. But he didn't. He does not. Even I know, but I'm just saying he didn't fought a good fight. His yeah, wife is a freaking doctor, and they still poor. How? Right, that's like, what I mean. What kind of what kind of damn girls do long she got? They should be comfortable. They should be comfortable. It right. Exactly. They should not. So be whatever she brings in, ain't enough. Yeah, well, man. I know they mentioned it that Sarah was on probation when, when she initially returned, so she yeah, was only getting half of her regular hours. But they, they just not trying to explain she got patient. Yeah, but they just she still got patience. She still go to work, right. but they just trying to she's explain. She, yeah, but they just trying to explain that she's not making as much as she used to because of whatever she was on probation for when she was in. You know, because oh, she's not God. really one hundred percent well. The lady was on all kind of psychotropics. I mean, first she thought she was uh, Renee Dumond, and then she thought she was um, Baby Sarah. I mean, come on. So shit, they ain't gonna try to give her a scalpel right now. They got her under. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Malpractice insurance. She's carrying <laughs> money. She got SR twenty two. Okay, well, her doctors, hey, honey, she definitely got some type of dividends coming in, and I, <laughs> you ain't gonna have me thinking she getting paid by the hour per patient. No, ma'am, no, sir. <laughs> I just said <laughs> the math ain't math. Uh, Mm. Yeah, so another thing, though, when my connectivity was going in and out, because we were talking about Kristen and her mm. changing and whatnot. So, mm. listen, when I started watching Days, it was in 2000, late, 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 2018, and really didn't start getting it really good into it, knowing things until 2019. Mm. So, when I started watching, yes, Kristen came back um, after had Nicole um, had hostage. Yes, I did not care. Um, she seduced Brady, got him drunk. I did not care. Um, they had a baby and got pregnant. I loved it. So, listen, Victor takes this woman's newborn that she just gave birth to and switches it with the dead baby. That's mm. what Victor Kiriakis did to Kristen DeMera with her and Brady's baby. Kristen was already not wrapped tight. Kristen only be wrapped tight enough when she got Brady and everything she wants. When and when the things that she needs slips away, so does her stability. So Victor gonna basically hand her a dead baby. This woman had a baby and her and Brady waiting on the baby. Brady leaves out the room and a nurse comes, the, the little Asian girl. <laughs> she had she had she was sacrificed. <laughs> she had to be sacrificed to the uh Kristen Demira um altar. But basically, yeah, oh, her baby was dead. So Victor basically took her baby, took her sanity, took her freedom, took her husband, and then when she got the baby back, since so she was in jail, still took the baby. I'm I'm gonna need people to stop acting like Kristen just crazy. I feel like she's just trying to get back what was taken from her. Say that shit again, Sam. And I'm gonna need for people to ease off on trying to stop her. 
from getting what she had. Who's it hurting? Chloe? Chloe's a grown-ass woman. She can do without Brady. Oh, no. I'm not worried about Chloe oh, yeah. at all. Screw her. Yeah. So, I'm just not... I have... I'm just not... I ain't never been sold on Kristen being this irredeemable villain that... Um, at all costs, everybody must prevent her from getting Brady. Brady's a dumbass. Yes, he is. He's very stupid. Brady is no goddamn fun. And isn't he on the poor side? Hmm? Is Brady one of the poors? <laughs> no. no, indeed. Oh, no, he's a curiosity, baby. Oh, okay, Brady so he's not a poor? And a black. No, honey, yeah. Brady comes from money because his daddy is John Black, and John came from the Alamance. Yeah, he's, he's Vivian's nephew. Oh, no, he come from money on all sides. Ain't none of his parents was poor. Right, his mama was a Kiriakis and a, a Toscano on top of that. On. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And that's rich evil people money right there. That, yeah, that was, some, that was some rich, crazy-ass people, them damn Toscanos. But Chad Brady is nothing but a poor. <laughs> He is anything but a poor honey. Brady, Brady could bleed money if he wanted to. It's one of the reasons that he's such an asshole. Okay, he ain't had the the whole working class thing. That that's that was never Brady's life. Not from the crib. Mm -mm. Well, okay, so but you know what? So he's not a poor, but he is a dumbass. He is stupid. Oh, very. He is very, you know, he's a cutie. He's been a dumbass a long time. Even when exactly. I was watching the regular. Yeah. Right. He's a cutie pie. I, I, he's a right. A dumb blind. Right. He's not, this, he is not this, you know, top tier like, oh he's no. He's the most yeah. elegant. He's arm candy. He's arm So I'm going to need, I'm going to just need Marlena and John, Chloe and Nicole, Basically everybody. They don't want her with Brady to mind their business. I've I, had a huh? I had a question off topic but kind of on it. I don't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to ask last time and I forgot. What happened to Austin? Austin and Carrie are still married and Ew. they're in Europe. Okay. You just had to say Carrie. I was done. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Austin, yeah, Austin and Carrie, as far as I know, Austin and Carrie are still together. They have a kid. And uh -huh. I think, if I'm not mistaken, didn't didn't EJ say that Tony and um and Anna were off visiting Carrie in Europe? Oh my I, God, no! I, I believe they did say that Anna and Tony was visiting um Carrie. Um, I hate that ass. You know, I love <laughs> Tony and Anna. Uh, Tony and Anna and Paulina and Abe are my favorite married couples on Days of Our Lives, and I think that even beats Julie and Doug. Yeah. Yeah. I had to ask. I'm sorry. Thank you. As you were, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bubbles. I had to ask because I've been asking this in my head and I couldn't figure it out. What I want to ask y'all but Okay. Well, the, I mean, we don't see Austin or Carrie that much. They may, right. Carrie may pop back every, um, you know, That's once enough. in a while. The, the last thing that we, concretely used to hear about Austin and Carrie is that in the years that Sammy had after Sammy left um days after left Salem with the kids um they the kids would go when Sammy was off doing her 
find EJ thing, that's who her kids were staying with. They were staying with Austin and Carrie in Europe. Wow. Nice oh, backstory. Really? Backstory. Yeah, and it makes well, sense. Yeah, because well, remember, well, EJ originally died, quote unquote, when he was shot. But then I forgot exactly what happened. Something happened where Sammy became convinced that there was evidence EJ was alive, and it turned out that he was alive. He wasn't right. dead. I mean, he's a Demera. Demeras don't usually you correct. Know, die. They don't die like that. So she went off to go find EJ, and it took years for her to locate him. While that was going on, Johnny and Allie and Sydney were not with her. They were with Carrie and Austin in Europe. Makes sense, like Sam said. Also, okay, is this one they switched from the old EJ to the new EJ when she found him? Well, see, that's the thing. They, she, found the, she found EJ years ago, but he was yeah. like in terrible condition, like totally he was bandaged up from his yeah. face. I, I, because I, that's when yeah. I started watching, and all he was I totally effed up. He, he, oh, <laughs> I never saw his face. He was just bandaged up. The whole face was bandaged. Yeah, he was funny. Oh, the band so, was the new dude. Okay. Yeah, for years he was a month. And then when they finally when they finally recast it, we got to see him with the guy who plays him now, Dan. Right. But yeah, but for years he was just wrapped up in in in, in, in gauze. <laughs> yeah. Over here with Sammy. But um I have to say I never witnessed it in live the old EJ, but I have seen him in tapes. He was sexy. Um yes. but this yes. band, Dan is phenomenal. He is, he is. He is phenomenal. He's like a, a god. His body is just... Yeah, he's a treat. Yeah. He's yeah, a treat. He Yes, I, I have to get him. One of the reasons why I be looking at Nicole, I'm like, you know, if you rebound and you show sure rebound better than a lot of them, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like mad that she's even holding. I'm mad at Nicole for even um, putting up any stop signs. It's just like, girl, um, let yourself be um, self. It's, this is be with EJ. That's self care. I see it as self care. Allow him to pamper you. He's, do you see how he treats her? Well, you know, part of the thing is, is that, how do I put it? Impulse, acting on impulse is what gets Nicole in trouble 99.9% of the time. Because here's the thing, in her pragmatic head, had she not acted on impulse, she would not have uh, completely, you know, done the monkey branch without letting go one branch without making sure she had a grip on the other, which ended up with her being completely without a man because right. she blew things up with race mm -hmm. because she thought she had Aaron, only for that situation to turn tits up because he had gotten his girlfriend pregnant, and then for that situation to turn tits up again because once again her acting on impulse going to run her mouth to Jada and involve herself somewhere where she didn't need to be and now it's this big stoppage that is always going to be there between her and Eric. Mm -hmm. So now her not, not jumping to just be with EJ actually does make sense. Y'all know what? I want that to happen. Go ahead and let it happen. Let Nicole happen. Go on, let Nicole ride EJ's shoulders. That's fine. <laughs> she can go ahead and ride EJ's shoulders and just before they get done, Sammy coming to the door. And well, you know what? That's what happened every time. It will be. Listen, because you can't get it. You're right. Because guess what? Before hmm. all of this stuff went down, when we talking about EJ and um, um, when EJ was with Ava, when EJ was with Ava, Nicole was still married to Eric. 
and um Eric was going away in Africa. Oh, you mean Ray was her friend. Wait, oh. was her friend. Now, since Ava was also her friend and she started mm -hmm. dating Ray, Nicole threw her emotions toward EJ on purpose. On purpose. Yeah, Remember? Yeah, Remember? Because yeah. Sammy came back and um Sammy was got caught with Lucas. And so mm. EJ, um, so uh, uh, uh Nicole threw threw herself towards EJ and they started sleeping together. And um EJ do what he normally do. And he go with his wife, which is Sammy. Yeah, and but that's what I'm saying. Let the let that trollop go ahead ride the shoulders just until Sammy come back and she get dumped just like she did Ray just now. That I would love to see that happen. Well, what's gonna happen I'm not gonna I'm not going to say that y'all are wrong because I do find it interesting that they made sure that Sammy sent flowers to Susan's memorial that yeah, usually is a token of some sort that yeah. Samantha Jean is in the wind eventually. Exactly. That, sometime, that sometime this spring we will be seeing her again. I'd be very surprised. I will hope so. I will hope so. I would be surprised if we didn't see her. Yes. Yeah. I would. Yep. I want that so bad I can taste it. We all do. <laughs> all I, mean, we all want this mess. I don't know about you, but I definitely want the mess. That's how come I want EJ to yeah. see I, no. I, I mean, no. I need I it to mess me the better. And I can't tell y'all how I love, I'm just loving petty race. I'm like about to... I, I love it too. I want to change my profile picture to Rafe. <laughs> I, I'm fucking standing Rafe more than anybody on any soap right now. That people so damn petty. I love you. I'm fine, I'm fine with it because you know what? Mm -hmm. I think that that's part of my problem with some of these other soaps sometimes is that when people have the full a full reason to be petty boots all day and they're not, I be yeah. like, what's wrong with you? Correct. Like, Just like on that fashion show. You're being so grown yeah. and adult. You know what? You could be a grown adult and still be petty as fuck. Ex it's okay. Extremely. Right. right. And, and Rafe is doing it 100. He on 10. That's the come out. I was loving it when he walked into the hospital and saw um, so Eric watching EJ and Nicole through the window. That, that scene to me was just glorious. I mean, it was glorious. It was just so orgasmic. You know what? You know what part of that's about, Sam, don't you? Part of it is about the fact that deep down in their little bitty hearts, because, well, fact of the matter is, this is how men run their shit. Let's, let's be honest. Deep down in their hearts, both Eric and Rafe were, uh, prefer Nicole to be miserable because of how she did it. That's what, that's, what, that's what they want to see. They want her to be miserable because of how things went down with them. And I'm not even going to say that they don't have a right to be salty towards her because, yes, there was wrongdoing on both sides. But what's killing them is that they walk, they keep walking up on this situation when she's anything but. And it drives the out of them. I'm like, see, that's the problem with y'all being nice dudes. See, a bitch, a bitch like Ava Vitale, if she wants somebody to be miserable, she just gonna make it happen. You mm -hmm. bitches, you he bitches is over here waiting for the universe to make it happen for you. And if it don't happen, you're salty and you got droopy puppy faces. Go sit down. Go be Listen, a villain. <laughs> Rafe is that is Rafe all day. Listen, and listen, now, Rafe, this is another development I said. We got some. Yeah, we love it, too. Rafe and Patch now. Steve Johnson, those mm -hmm. two both got a, a hard on for EJ now. 
because EJ done kidnapped Trip. Uh, so Patch already went to rape. Like, we got to get AJ. They talking about extrajudiciously, as I mentioned. And now, um, now that Ava's alive, I wonder if she gets out. I mean, because, you know, I could see Ava getting out of trouble by, because I could see Rafe um, giving her immunity to, to Red Eye EJ. I could see it. It depends. First of all, one, I, one, I think we all can agree Ava is extremely unstable right now. So yes, she is. that's the one got thing. Totally. So, yes. Mm-hmm. And one thing I do need is, and I think that's going to happen tomorrow. I think Trip is going to start to see that instability in his mom because she needs some sort of treatment for that. So mm-hmm. w- whether that happens in a, in a, in a hospital, in a, in a, in some kind of psychiatric facility. Yeah. Something has to give for them to get Ava on an even keel because we ended up, we went from, I'm going to blackmail him for $30 million so I can live high off the hog to let's kill everybody. That's a hell of a jump. Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. So, so one, um, the thing is, Xander cannot actually do what Ava wants him to do. So he is going to hit Gwen up tomorrow for help. Because Gwen, that's what Gwen is now. Gwen is his go-to. Gwen is, his, Gwen is basically his girl Friday at this point. And you know, Gwen has history with um, Ava. Yeah, Gwen they're and friends. Ava has done they, a little dirt together. They oh, have. Yeah, I love it when my baddies they, together and do They that. have, but the difference, but here's the thing, and it's the difference between what makes and what makes Gwen a smart schemer and makes Xander a not so bright one. She had enough sense to say, you know what? I got too much to lose to be fucking with you, Ava. Mm-mm. I can't be messed up. I can't be getting mixed up with you. I can't be getting messed up with you right now. So I'm gonna have to pass. Now, Ava, now against her, and this is the thing, against her better judgment, Gwen is going to try to help Xander with yep. this matter. Which it. is which is going to, I think, gonna end up being problematic at the end of the day because the last thing anybody needs is to be under Ava Vitali's thumb when she's in this condition. You know, however. I we I see Ava and Gwen. These two see each other as peers. These mm-hmm. two usually work together, and if they can't work together, they shake hands and walk away. That I don't see Gwen and Ava um, becoming rivals, so to speak. In this, I see these two as two extremely cunning women that are intelligent on their own, and that they are going to come to something that is smart. It's going to work for all of them. Well, they don't have no choice because wasn't Ava blackmailing Gwen or something once upon a time? Or oh yes, had some oh. kind of falling out and stuff. But now Gwen trying to help Xander, and that's the only reason why she would be helping Ava is because she's trying to help Xander. But but the thing is though is that Gwen and Ava, whatever that blackmail they got, they did do. They work against each other, but they came together in the end. Those mm-hmm. two are not enemies at all. As a matter of fact, before Ava went to Xander for help, she went to Gwen for help. Mm-hmm. And Gwen, and- in, 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 for her to go to Gwen for help, it was literally just, I need your help. And Gwen was like, nah, sis, I can't help. And, and there, was no, there was no beef. There was no, I try to blackmail you, and none of that. It was, it was good. They was on good terms. That's See, why but- I think that Gwen and Ava... I think Gwen is going to be smart enough to at least buy some time with Ava. See, and that's that's the thing. 
At the time that Ava went to Gwen before, after Gwen, when Gwen was still in the hospital after Jennifer tried to turn her into a pizza, um, Ava didn't have any leverage with Gwen. See, Ava got Xander to agree to all of this for the love of money that he still ain't got. I'm gonna be mad about that till he get a till he get a transfer to his Swiss bank account. Mm-hmm. But I digress. But here's the thing: part of the difference between their previous collaboration, because that's how I when I see schemers working together, when I see the mischief makers making mischief together, I love I can I call them collaboration. Mm-hmm. So. One of the differences with the collaboration right now is that everyone but Ava has something to lose, okay? Ava is at rock Mm -hmm. bottom because she has already lost everything that she thinks that she has. The only thing she still has is her life and trips. That's it. There is nothing else left in the world for Ava Vitale. That's one of the reasons that she's so uncontrollable, okay? Is because she don't. There's there's literally no other leverage on her but those two things. And Ava and already show. I don't give a shit about this life. I'll you roll the dice and gamble with my life any day of the week. But she won't with trips. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I so Ava. The only thing she has is trip. I think that's a double edged sword. I think that is what's going to reel her in. Remember, I I still believe. That Ava, we're gonna get Ava pulled back from this dark side. Now we need Ava, Ava dark, but we gon' we got to get her out of the madness to where she can't be in Salem because it seems like she right now she just want to kill everybody. We yeah. know that's not tenable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now even no, Stephanie knows a little break from killing folks, but Ava just you know that's been her mission. So I feel like that we got to drag her back from all the way to deep end if she can help them hang EJ and they they agreed to send her to some kind of mental health facility. Hell, mm-hmm. it could be the mental health facility at the hospital she at right now. So Tripp can go and visit her every day. I'm good with that. I'm okay with it. It could be that. When it, when it comes down to Xander's problem though is this, is that the reason Xander is where he is is because he has something to lose, Sarah. And the problem with the mischief makers because we only have a few mischief makers. All of our mischief makers except for Ava are all on redemption tours. They've all, you know, taken their lumps for the things that they've done that have hurt people, and they're doing fresh starts. Sonny's doing a fresh start. I mean, Aaliyah's doing a fresh start. That's what's going to happen with Ava. Yeah, and I'm hoping that Ava gets there, but the only person who can really get her there at this point is Tripp. But until he can get her there, and I'm I'm hoping they do it in short order because I know we have to shift gears on the show because we have to go back to Lee and Gabby's wedding and their wedding. And then we also have to shift to the story with the orchid. orchid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the story with the orchid and the Marlena and Kayla and, um, okay. and Kate's health starting to fail again and how that's going to be a focus. So I'm hoping that they do the shift to get Ava the help she needs so that she could stop being, you know, completely unhinged. Right. Um, soon. Because- Right, because that listen, we we started this whole mischief. This collab was Ava and Xander. I'm mm-hmm. gonna need this collab to end with these two mischief makers not blowing it. Because remember, if Ava blows Xander out the water, that also blows her out the water. I hope that somebody can get Gwen can convince her of this. That's what I'm I hope, hoping. Because I hope so. Yeah, 
because the part that the part that I'm concerned about is the same thing I was concerned about last week when we got that hilarious uh, clown fight between Ooh, Xander. Love- between Xander <laughs> and Leo was that I, I fully approved of Xander, you know, getting a helping hand from Gwen to help, you know, get him out of this spot he's gotten himself yep. into with Bonnie. But my concern was that I didn't want it to be a negative for Gwen or for Leo. Leo, right. Likewise, I don't want Ava's attempt because the problem is this is that the only reason Ava and Gwen is trying to help is because. Xander's asking her to. I don't want Gwen ending up in a position where she loses ground that she worked very hard to get with Jack to restart her life because she's busy. Because the thing is, right now Ava's in this toxic place where being under her thumb is is too is too dangerous. And it is. Yeah, and Xander don't have no choice. Now, at right now, of course, if he calls Gwen to give him um a head to give him some help. He can do that, but I would hope that Ava wasn't strictly aware of it because I don't want Gwen under Ava's thumb either. Because the because the thing is, this is what I meant when I said Ava's the only person who got something to lose. Because at this point, Ava don't want to go to prison and she's damn sure gonna do anything she can to avoid that. Which and if that means, you know, snitching out the other mischief makers, okay, what would your dad Jack think if he knew you were helping me? Hmm. What would happen to your second chance with your daddy? <laughs> okay, that's the and I that put that puts Gwen in the same boat with Xander of being under Ava Vitali's thumb when Ava is just a little bit too hit unhinged to have people under her thumb. That's the only thing I'm concerned with. Not that's the only part about this that gives me pause. I don't want that to happen. Goodness, because I really so do I, like Jack and like Gwen's I relationship. Have- I have, I think I have, I have a lot of faith in Ava and um, Gwen in their collaborations. I believe didn't Ava and Gwen collab to um, gaslight Abby into who shot, uh, who did what, who did what? I don't remember what it was when Gwen came out of the, out of the back with a, a mask on as Sarah. Wasn't that that I, was Gwen and that was Gwen and Ava pulling Sarah masks, right? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. The, listen, my, my listen. The, my baddies. When my baddies get together and collaborate, um, nothing but beautiful things happen. Beautiful things happen. <laughs> I'm expecting a beautiful thing to happen for my two baddies because somebody got to pull my baby Ava back. I got to have Ava um, at least able to be a baddie with the rest of the baddies. I'm a yeah. and, a, and a baddie that can actually stay in town and not be doing this running around the Demerit. As entertaining as running around the Demerit crypt is, I need the girl to get out of the ghost house because it's driving her nuts. Hey, listen, they can send Ava where Claire Bear is. I mean, they can send Ava where Claire Bear is, and Ava, Claire Bear, and Charlie can be in a room. Oh, you ain't um, seen Claire in a long time. I miss her. I miss her to pieces. I absolutely miss Claire to pieces. I'm mad that mm-hmm. her parents in town without her. I'm serious. It's like what bail and fit what bail and her um what's his name? Sean. What the, the hell is they even doing here with Claire not here? I I mean, I do. I miss Claire to pieces. And when um Sierra come back, I just feel like we got to get Claire. That would be I wish they would because I'll be honest, I used to always be frowned up at how Claire you when Claire set that cabin on fire before I was like, Oh Lord, I don't like them people anyway. So you know <laughs> they'll live. So if they get a little smoke, if they get a little smoke inhalation, that's just that's that's good for their asses. Damn them. 
Claire Bear, you know what? A baddie is a real baddie when they can't do shit wrong. Um, you know, when I fell in love with Claire Bear, mm. when Claire um when Claire turned on Eve, because you know, Eve looked at her like a daughter after she lost her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Claire Bear was doing some dirt. I can't recall. Um Eve was living with Jack, and Jack, you know, Eve was doing had his memory or whatever. Who I don't even remember all the details. But um <coughs> Cassie, um not I'm calling Cassie the paper. Um um Eve was telling her, look, you got to chill, blah, 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 blah. You got to chill, baby bird, right? Just talking to mm-hmm. her like, you know, come on, baby. I know it's tough. And, you know, we baddies. You're a baby baddie, but I'm a grown baddie. Just chill out a little bit. And and um, Claire looked at her. I mean, that actress killed that scene. She looked at her like, what are you talking to? <laughs> like, I'm I mean, grown. I'm the biggest baddie around this. I was just like, wait a damn minute. This little girl just stole that scene from Cassie the paper. It warmed my heart. Claire being how she is has always warmed my heart because I always felt like it was Belle's two bits and spare change for being considered the nice, one of Marlena's nice daughters when she sang the sister. Yes, I was like, you know what? You deserve to have you. It's, I, I, I find it hilarious that you gave birth to a to a to a junior version of Sammy of Sammy Brady. Oh, ah, I love ah. Claire to pieces. Oh my goodness, I love Claire by Olivia Rose Keegan. Now the new Claire Bear they had, I was not gonna hate the actress. I was never gonna do that, but they absolutely changed the character. What kind of madness and sorcery did they do when they replaced Olivia Rose with that last um Claire? Did they with Ben? They was trying to redeem her, I guess. Well, that's the thing. But when Sarah, when they had that whole mess with Sierra being, you know, dead or whatever, and she was kind of gravitating towards Ben a bit, I was like, we all know this is going to end up in flames. We all know it. So I didn't even let my eyes drift on that because I was like, there's a little something that we all know this ain't going nowhere because Ben Sierra was a story. And right. dead or not, my ass, dead don't mean nothing on this show. But she we got never really wanted to I thought that she was in oh. love with. Wait, what did you say, Bubbles? We got five minutes? Three. 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 Did anybody okay. watch GH? I did not watch GH, but I did see that clip, and we both commented on it with Nicholas trying to uh, emotionally blackmail Elizabeth. And I was like, what the hell? What I would like to talk about GH is uh, the fact that the eagle eye uh, people of the social media capped on this dismissal of the current portrayal of Nicholas Cassidy long before it was actually announced. <laughs> and, and, and begging for Tyler Christopher to be brought back. They got him trending, girl. They literally got Tyler Christopher trending under soap topics. If you have soap topics in your trending things, and everybody talking about, well, we get Tyler Christopher back. I honestly have no idea if we get Tyler back. I, I think don't know. we will because Tyler Christopher um, made, had some kind of interview and he was just like, hell yeah, I come back to GH. So at this point, I don't know why whoever is running GH. I mean, they should have called his ass before um, they can Coloma. Coloma. Wasn't that with a, um, a lawsuit or something? I don't know. There was a whole bunch of mess with Tyler Christopher. I mean, well, what, what happened with the lawsuit thing? What, the, what is this? Well, hold on. Let me see something. If Amaya or one of the uh, other regulars is still over on um, on the video, I believe they probably know a hell of a lot more than I do. But 
that's the thing. Tyler Christopher is a very talented actor, so it is not just chance that he ended up leaving the role of Nicholas Cassidy and also leaving the role of Stefan on on Days. So, he was either drunk or high. Wasn't he out? Wasn't he I out? thought it was drunk. Because he finally dried out enough that maybe he can work again. So probably yeah, he was drinking and stuff. Uh, so I really do hope so because I'll be honest, Tyler Christopher is the only Nicholas that I recognize if I'm honest, to tell you the truth. He really truly is the only Nicholas Cassidine that I actually recognize, period. Yeah, so, on that one. I don't remember any of the other ones. They need to give him a shot. That's what they need to do. They need to go ahead and um, have faith and give him a, a job because just because people you know, have addictions or whatever don't mean that they are throw away and just no longer can contribute to society. So I think that they really need to give the man the job back if they can, because we want him. I mean, hell, we all want him. It's not I mean, like so they're going to go get an asshole that nobody wants. If they're going to take a risk, they should take a risk with who everybody wants. Well, GH is, especially because, you know, Maurice Bernard has this podcast, you know, State of Mind, about it. Mm -hmm. um, he had Tyler Christopher on there. and I didn't see the whole thing, but I do know that Tyler did disclose that he also is bipolar. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that they didn't just fire your boy with no damn plan for the character of Nicholas. They already stated that he's going to be, that his scenes are going to play out until the end of January. So I'm hoping but you that know plan, what? it's a good one. So I heard a rumor, and it's 10 o'clock, I don't want to go too much over, that um, that he refused to film uh, his last scenes, uh, his last scenes, or whatever. Oh, that's not a rumor. That's in the Daytime Confidential article. <laughs> okay, so that's a fact. Charlotte, yes. they drug, they're dragging him right now. He is he is trending, and they are dragging him with Dixie Cooney and Alice Horton, and I giggle. Because they were like, do you think Katie McClain wanted to sit there chucking on them fucking peanut butter pancakes? Or that Alice Horton wanted to die with Marlena shoving donuts down her throat? No. But they did that shit. Exactly. Do you think Susan Flannery wanted uh, 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 Stephanie to die uh, in Brooks' arms? Hell to the no. But she did it. <laughs> also, talk about an exit story. Not just that, but also in daytime, you're only as good as your last role. Doing something unprofessional like that makes you break basically unemployable. Girl, so, come on him right now. It's gonna take him a couple of years for people to yeah. forget that he sat there and, and pulled that damn diva. Sir, you is not fucking Lucha to be up here trying to do shit what? like that. <laughs> You gotta have yeah, day, daytime is even smaller than it was all those years ago. So yeah, making the kind of decision like, well, if I'm out, I'm out, F you, I'm not showing up for it is like saying, that, um They only got oh. three and a half shows to rotate between shit. Well, that's what it, I mean. I think when these actors really do the finger, they done with the genre. Right. Must be. They got to be. Right, yeah. you know that just like Rena. I mean, I mean, she didn't say "f you" to the genre. She actually said she would do GH, 
And I yep. think she said that because she wanted it to be out there. No, yep. yeah, <laughs> that's not awesome. I would go back to GH, yeah. just like what TK said. Where, where where's the place you never know, you go? You never visit it. Y and R. I mean, yes. yeah. I mean their way yeah. getting it out there. Like I'm not done with soaps. Shit, let his ass show up in Genoa City. I'd be like, what? I actually a new man anyway. I, I, I think I've seen enough of Torsten K in soap operas. I want to see him doing something else. I go see his ass on Broadway, um, hopefully on the big screen, maybe prime time, um, an NBC uh, medical drama, an NBC cop drama. I don't want to see Torsten K in soap operas no more. He I don't tries, think he loves it anymore. He's trying to get his girls through college, and I think once he gets them gets them college uh, bills paid off, he might just retire or do something else. Correct. He's written books before and he's got other stuff in the works right now. I'm pretty sure. Let me see what he's doing real quick on his thing. That's a good thing. We, well, we, we know he ain't got shit. We know he ain't doing shit on both. All rich got to do is show up and say how he much he loves Brooke. That's not challenging. Yeah. He, the the actor. yeah he, can he got muscle yes, lines. Um, and, and I don't think, I just really truly don't think that he loves the, the genre anymore. Because listen, we're talking about it. We're down to three that are on uh, network TV and, um, and um, days on Peacock. I, mean, I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't say that, Sam. I think that people who look at B&B is where your acting skills can go to die. And that's exactly how they're treating people who are like really good scholar actors are not being freaking used on the show. So my thing is, if he's he's always been dedicated to the art, I think that he would stay in that field because he absolutely uh, loved art. Well, I mean, you got to think about think about yourself and your future and what you plan, you know, how you plan on your career to go. If, mm -hmm. if you look in, if you got a choice between a, a field where you can get a job at three places for, versus a career where you can get a job at unlimited amount of places. Um, I don't think that people laying, they, they, you know, trying to go towards the, the soap genre. If he landed a job in New York on Broadway, he would excel. Well, he's but already I, been on Broadway, hasn't I he? I know, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what Bubbles is gonna find that he's been doing outside of this TV theatrics. But well, he's been do, he's been putting in too many hours at Bold. I mean, he's 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 been racking up the um episode count, so yeah, he hasn't had. All he's doing is that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, that's gonna be a little done rap for a little while, anyway. Well, um, yeah, but according to Spoiler Girl. Who has been um, spoiling pretty decent um, on Sunday lately? She did say <laughs> that he was going away again soon. So mm -hmm. uh, maybe he's oh, I'll put, oh, put a pin in that one because I will say her average has been very good lately. Yeah, so it's been excellent. I'm... That that last batch of info, we don't know where she getting all of it from, but that last batch, the batch before last, mm. with um, Taylor and Ridge leaving at the same time but separately. Uh -huh. That shit right there was too um, detailed for it to not be. I will say sorts. this. I will say this. <laughs> I ain't gonna doubt the girl, and I don't think anybody else should right now because her information gonna check out a hundred percent. Well, we're looking for it because that's why I've just brought it up. Um, uh, she did say that he's going to be 
um, uh, going off screen again, which to me makes sense. If Brooke mm -hmm. and Taylor are not going to be arguing over Ridge, what the fuck is he there for? And with that, we will end the show and do the rest of that postulate tomorrow. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. We will Excellent see show, you ladies. tomorrow. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself too, even though I didn't watch the show, but I appreciate the updates. I thank you, ladies. <laughs> and we will Excellent. be back tomorrow where uh, Tucker and Audra apparently going to get down and do the dirty, dirty. And uh, well, we'll see just how how over the rainbow Ava is. <clears throat> yes, I cannot wait. I will be up in the morning. Good night. Thank everybody. you, Bubba. Thank you, Thanks, guys. Bubs. Good night. Good night. Thanks, everyone out on YouTube. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>